you should do mm-hmm. you should do a remix of this with okay. Barney's yeah. You Ever Think About Dying, that line. Mm, that would be good. That would actually that would be, be pretty, so cool. That would have been good for this episode. Man, I didn't think of it. And if only... If only we weren't doing the live thing. You could have gone yeah. back and edited it. You can do I mean, that's so good. I still good. We we're doing we're recording early. Yeah. I could I could cut that shit out. Yeah. I could but but now I gotta cut out this. And the theme but then people then you can, now we won't now. have to even have the meta joke of us talking about you changing the yeah. theme to the thing I suggested while we were doing the, the opening bit. And, that, and the audience has no clue what the fuck we're talking about. Hello, welcome. Hello. Bad boy crimes. Welcome. You guys hear about aliens? Pretty freaking crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I do love that. Now, everyone's just like, all right, yeah. I love that, like, 2019, all those people, like, I mean, they didn't storm Area 51, but they were at Area 51 doing anime runs or whatever. Yeah. Just, like, watching Naruto on their phone in the parking lot of the public area of Area 51 being like, wow, crazy. Wow. Crazy, dude. Um, yeah, if this, like, if this happened then, people would have lost their minds. But now yeah. people are like, you know, who cares? Yeah, people are like, if I aliens aren't paying my bills, theater. I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> I want aliens to come to Earth and then, like, the, their first Earth experience is watching Barbie. Being like, wow. That would be... Maybe this place is all right. <laughs> would they think that? <laughs> Yeah, sure. They might have, I mean, they certainly would think better of the world watching Barbie than watching Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. I think. Because, like, you know, they both kind of have weird endings, like, emotionally-wise. But, I mean, Oppenheimer's just kind of, it's just it's just bleak, which yeah. I enjoyed. I saw both of them yesterday. I know you've only uh, seen the bar of... Or I guess Barb of Barbenheimer, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. So me and my wife watched Barbie. Yeah, great, great film. Off the top, I thought great. it was very funny. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I walked I, out. I, I gave like, it a three on Letterbox, which I think mm-hmm. is <laughs> it's not a four or Oops. five. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Could have been a three um, and a half. You know. It, yeah, me and my wife watched Barbie, and um, we left both being like, I thought that movie was going to be like funnier, but it, instead they um, tackled some real world shit. So okay, and I don't like, want um, gas emissions. Am I right? Hmm? They're they're talking about nuclear deterrence a lot in Barbie, which was very. Yeah, that was, I didn't. I didn't understand there'd be that crossover between Barbie and Oppenheimer, if that literally, yeah. other than just you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, wow. I mean, they really, they really nailed it. Um, I will say uh, there was a joke in the middle of the movie. There was a couple jokes in the middle of the movie that I laughed at that basically nobody else did. Uh, <laughs> the first was like there was an offhand comment about white savior Barbie. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked that one. Um, the white women in the theater with me. Yeah. Not so much. My girlfriend liked it as a as a POC. So, but yeah, it, the, 
Sure. I laughed really loudly to a mostly silent theater and I felt uncomfortable. And the other one, which my girlfriend didn't laugh at either, was uh, when Will Ferrell was talking about how progressive he is and that he's like, oh, I have a Jewish friend. I like laughed really hard, assuming other yeah. people would, because I thought that was really funny. And nope, yeah. <laughs> I made a complete fool of myself. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, that's par for the course for for me or the movie going experience or for you. For, yeah, you, I was you just know. like, mm, okay, yeah. um, but it was. Like it is intended as a joke, so no, it was it was supposed to be funny. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Greta wrote that for somebody, me, to laugh, and I guess just, uh, and I think it might tie with just kind of, in my opinion, that the movie's sort of like it talks about a lot of things, and I think the more you think about those things, like the less there is like any one coherent point, and maybe that is the point, but also like that seems like a cop out. You know what I mean? I wasn't listening to be honest. Okay. Well, that's that's kind um, of why we're having the conversation. I was distracted for a moment. Okay. Well, I was waiting thirty minutes to crack open. I know. I'm sorry. Crack was... open this cold one for the beginning of the intro. I was so thirsty. Um, and then you you know you step on the intro, you do your bit, and that's fine. We love an engaged co-host. But then I, I'm I trying. Don't do the then I don't do the can opening, and now I'm still thirsty. And then all the condensation on the outside of the can has now dripped onto my bare legs. Well, maybe you should be wearing some pants. Okay, well, somebody freaking wakes up so GD early. I'm not even supposed to be awake yet. What do you mean? It's almost two for you. Yeah. What do you mean what you're time? not supposed to be awake yet? What do you what do? What do you think I wake up? I don't know, like just with the sun, like what? nine or ten on a on a weekend, maybe. I don't know. That's a reasonable time. You're over thirty. You can't be sleeping in until two. Well, what time do you think I go to sleep? What, I don't know. Do you go to sleep at? Is, is this the like, same schedule that your wife is on, or are you just yeah. on? We're on the so same you guys, schedule. you guys are on like you know teenage fucking sleepover schedule where you go to bed at like three or four in the morning and you get up at like noon. Oh, you wish earliest. we went to bed at three or four in the morning. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh, yesterday we went to sleep at, I guess not last night. Um, this the, morning you went to sleep at... So last night there was a party that happened. We have some new neighbors. So we had a new neighbor party. But the you do sound like you've come off of a party. Oh yeah. yeah, I was partying. I did not get in any trouble. I did not say a single thing. He did not even trouble. mention how many of your friends are Jews. Not once, and it's not zero. I'll tell you that it's not zero. It's so. not. It's more. It's which is you know. I like to consider. And I'm glad Jay Robert not zero. as a friend of mine. I would not consider him a friend of mine personally. Me personally. No, thank you. Um, Will Ferrell? He could be a friend of mine. Like, in and general, he's got some Jewish just, friends, just, you know. Just says, he let the record show. Transitive property. Um, yeah, I think we went to bed at 10 a.m. 
Well, I I went to bed at noon um, because I had to make some bread for the party. I made that in the morning. It's bed at noon, so you slept for an hour and 40 minutes? No, yesterday. Okay. Yesterday I went to bed at noon, and then I woke up at like 6. Um, then we did a party, and then I think I went to bed at 6 a.m. So, you know. That's rough. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, not ideal. Who are these people that you're partying with? My neighbor. Like, you're all old. I'm not old. Well, you're like, you're, from what I hear, your neighbors are like in their 40s and 50s, right? Like, you're, hey, you're partying with a bunch um, of geriatric yeah. people. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, also how you're just like, you don't really have 30s a... to mid 40s. <laughs> So, like, on average, they're, like, you know, they're, like, 40-ish, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. so. Um, I go to bed. We, I went to bed at, like, fucking 10, 30, or 11, because I did, because it was exhausting. And mm-hmm. unintentionally, I watched a second, or I guess a third movie in between the Barbie and Oppenheimer, um, which was Mitchell, the, the Mitchells versus the Machines or whatever. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I wish I watched that. Honestly, I did not like. I mean, Mitchell's the Mitchell's versus the Machines was fine, but it's very like a like I'm autistic and I uh, am really into animation kind of a film. Yeah, which, isn't that a movie which for fourteen year olds? Whereas Marcella Shell is for nineteen year olds. Well, and look, I didn't pick the movie. I, uh-huh. the movie, I could have guessed not. that. Yeah, because <laughs> there's no poor little meow meows at all in that film and i also don't like i don't like watching movies like on the tv you know i like be like unless it's a movie i already know i like i gotta watch it in the theater you know what about old movies i don't like watching old movies i was forced to watch old movies again unless i already like it then i'll watch it but i'm not gonna watch a new old movie new to me Mm -hmm. just that's fair i guess or I if I, if I will, it's a, it's an unideal situation. I won't be paying attention. I watch a lot of movies on the television. Let me tell you. I have to I have to like make a, a ritual out of it. Like I have to I have to get my popcorn. I have to get my soda pop. I have to pretend like I'm at the movies. I turn off all the lights. It's like a big fucking thing for me to watch yeah. a new movie. But it's super easy for you to pretend home. you're at the theater because you have a movie room with a projector. And stadium seating. No, I don't. Mm, I think you do. You're like, I'm looking at your background right now, and that's literally the room you're in. I can see through the door there's a red curtain. Now look at me outside. Stage production bag. Mr. Moneybags, Mr. Movies with the. Mm -hmm. It's literally just a set of on cinema at the cinema, but I live there. Um, that's ideal. Um, that is, I, I would honestly love to just turn this room into a movie room, mm-hmm. which honestly, it's really close. Yeah. I can move very, some very things close. around and we could, we could make that happen. And you have a projector, as I recall. I do technically have a projector. <laughs> I have yet to use it for anything, mm-hmm. but I you do gotta use it. I got a projector in my bedroom. It's great. Great time. Where do you put it in your room? I don't know what you mean by that. It's, like, a, it's like, on a tripod. Okay. 
and then you like um, and you or how do you position it so it doesn't like fuck well i guess it depends on the layout of your room right like yeah imagine a big square one of the corners of the square has a dresser and then next to that dresser there's still more wall um so it's just next to the dresser so it's just like you imagine the dresser is a little bit longer um and then it points so it's our, so it's our window structure like it's not centered or no it's centered okay um I, don't, I, don't, then, I just don't think I have a, a wall that I can put it on that it would be centered unless I had to angle like I'd have to angle it weird yeah. um yeah well if you get a nice projector with all your money bags um they have auto keystoning and autofocus shit so like doesn't need to be even level with the wall doesn't need to be oh you could be real yeah. funky weird with it and it'll, yeah and it, it'll like yeah it automatically it. like resizes it to the wall that it can like scan so I don't know. They're scanning. They're doing a 4D scan of your entire house, but I don't know if I want them having who that cares? information. Yeah, that's true. They already have it. If you think your cell phone, if you think your iPhone Nano is not doing fucking echolocation with dog whistles, yeah, you're out of your goddamn gourd. <laughs> I do kind of want to be a gourd guy, you know. You are a bit of a gourd guy. Like a guy carrying around a, a, a gourd as a vessel instead of like a water bottle. Yeah, like Is if they did, yeah, I kind of um, want to be that guy, which sucks. But if they so did, nice. like a like in the vein of scary movie, but they did like medieval movie, and it was just set in medieval times. It's like the, like the the I was gonna say like the fucking jousting thing, right? <laughs> that would be great too. I would love, I would love like a like a feudal a, a bottle episode, but it's a bottle movie, and it just takes mm-hmm. place at a medieval times, like a like a employee mm-hmm. of the month, but at with that's Dak actually Shepherd. with Dak Shepard, of course, he's the guy. He's and I don't jousting. know, he, he but he doesn't start off as jousting. He's like one of just the like waiter guys, and he's miserable, mm-hmm. and then he sees the opportunity to joust, and he like wins the heart of a fair maiden, right? Yeah, and then. And then that's the, the movies like that. That would actually, I would watch. You should that. write this. You should write this. <laughs> that's like a good movie. during the writer strike. Let's be scabs for. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could. I think we could make now a compelling chance. movie. This might be our only chance. Um. No, but it's um, <laughs> if if they did a, a satire movie of feudal times, you could be a guy that's just like. You're just ringing a bell in the town square, just like yelling, yeah. and then like you're alerting your uh, your DoorDash driver, and he comes in on like a donkey, and he gives you like a giant gourd covered in dirt, and then you like pay him with your daughter or something. <laughs> is is it, am I a main character or is am I just like a funny side gag? You're a funny. I'm like, yeah, but it's like it's like in Oppenheimer as an example, where you just have like, you know, an Academy Award winning actor say like two sentences. Yeah, that's the kind of gravitas. Yeah, it's like wow, they got the they got the guy in every Marvel movie to do this bit. How fun! Yeah, (laughs) he gets stunt cast. Um, yeah, and then I don't know, some nobody like um, fucking. Denzel Washington is the lead. 
Yeah, some nobody. <laughs> some fucking. Dude, Oppenheimer was so good. You got. I know it's a big expense for you, Mister. Well, Mr. what happened? Fiesta, but you should see it at least. This the next party, week. I I made a loaf of bread myself, and then our neighbors brought like carrots and hummus. It was, it was not. Um, but yeah, so I was like, it's a bit of an expense to go to the movies twice in even a week, let alone one a day. day. Yeah. Um, uh, it was a bit of an expense, let me tell you. Yeah, so we went and saw Barbie, and then I told you, I was like, nah, I don't think I can afford to see Oppenheimer. And then my wife was like, do you want to go see Barbie again? And I was like, okay. So Are you fucking kidding me? We we did go back and see Barbie a second time. It's even better. I hate you. <laughs> That's you're so irritating. Barbie is not like look, I would re, I would rewatch Barbie. I would not see it again in the theater. It was a great time. It was we, it's, we had a little it's, mat it's fun and funny. 3 p.m. We were almost late. Ryan Gosling does steal the show disagree it's barbie and you're gonna be like let's talk about men did you watch the fucking film bro yeah and you know i think i think uh he was the funniest part of the movie the movie is not all about how funny it is although it is hilarious it is a funny movie by a woman um and i think it is funny that the funniest character and the guy who like drives, you know, the most of the plot beats is is the is Ken. I think that's funny. He's the villain. He is the villain, which is I know you said he's he would walk out of the movie and be like, yeah, Ken is coach. Yeah, for and sure. True. <laughs> you know, 2020, 2021 coach. Maybe. Yeah. I did like um when he put on, so this is spoilers, obviously, but yeah, spoiler not, this is not a spoiler. This, episode not that specifically, Barbie. really, but not that it matters. He put on the the like fur coat, the fur the coat, bandana. So cool. That outfit while, was so sick. Well, <laughs> I love that they did that, and then at the end, he had to be like, "I look really stupid," because he knows that too many people like the drive jacket, and he's like, "I gotta." <laughs> I, I can't have people trying to imitate this look in public. I no, can't have that. Cool. <laughs> I, I walked out of that movie. I was like, "Damn, I really want that jacket." <laughs> I knew you would. I want every outfit that he had in the movie because they're all. I so love cool. that you're uh, Ryan Gosling, Ken, but not at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, look, you are Richie from the Bear. After the character development, but you are not post character development, Ryan Gosling Ken, at all. I think that you are. Um, I think currently you're beginning of the movie, Ken. Previously, you were middle of the movie, Ken. Ken. You have never and never will be end of the movie, Ken. Yeah, I definitely agree a little bit with the. I definitely pre evil Ken, but who's still just like a little like. Yeah, yeah. There's kind of there's kind of a weird energy there. That's that's the poor little meow meow era for sure. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't realize it. I realize it, <laughs> <laughs> which makes it worse. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I think I'm more like Oppenheimer. Minus being like a theoretical physicist, which yeah, you know, is like, kind of a big part of it. But you know, who cares? Dude, I didn't realize how much he fucks. Spoilers for Oppenheimer, but dude fucks like dude's got yeah, he, um He did not yeah, hang Dong, but he I is. Know he he is. He is fully naked, but you don't see his wiener. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the point? But Florence, Florence is uh, she's naked. Yeah, whatever. And dies. Spoilers. I mean, not spoilers. It's history. I don't know who Florence is. <laughs> Florence is a, a current modern human being. Yeah, Can but you, you don't know who she is in the movie. Yeah, but as soon as I watch the movie, I'm like, oh, okay, I know well, the I mean, story. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I guess I don't know. I didn't know, but it, it's not. I, I assume that everybody dies in the film because they're all, all the old. all the characters are from the forties. <laughs> they do all eventually die. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's the only main character that dies before the end of the movie. I mean, I think none of them. I think she's the only character that dies. There's like a reference to somebody dying, but yeah, she's the only one who dies on screen at all. Um, Interesting. I I think I might start doing spoilers of like, um, like Barbie dies off screen after the credits. Yo, Which, so you know the last true. the last line of of um, both movies actually have very interesting last night lines where Oppenheimer's mm-hmm. was. Uh, I mean, it's kind of on the nose, but it was it was like you know pretty chilling, I guess, which is the whole point of the movie, right? And yeah. then Barbie's was very funny, mm-hmm. um, but I I because it, it it was doing a bait and switch of build, building up to yeah. this one thing and then makes a hard left turn into a, a silly like throwback joke to earlier in the yeah. movie, right? Uh, but I feel like it kind of took a little bit of the wind out of its own sails by doing that joke. I disagree. I am. I think it, I mean, I thought it was they funny, did that like, joke I, because I thought it was goofy. Um, well, it's kind of like normalizing it. The joke is she goes to the gynecologist for the rest. And and, and the the early the throwback was that there's some like when she goes when Barbie and Ken go to the real world, there's some construction workers who are you know flirting with her or, or catcalling really, and uh, she's just her. like. Well, they don't assault her. Well, actually, yeah, assault her, somebody yeah. somebody smacks her. Somebody does somebody assault her. I don't think it was the construction. She was being though. flirted with. Um, no, she was being harassed. Yeah. Um, and um, she exclaims, I do not have a vagina. He's like, I don't have any genitals. And then Ken says, of course, he has all the genitals because Ken is very funny. Um, but uh so yeah the, the end of the movie it's like building up to her being she spoilers barbie becomes a, a real girl um and goes to the human world because after her you know transformative experience she she no longer feels like she belongs in barbie land and you know there's this thing where it looks like it looks like she's going to at least the way i took it it looks like she's going to a job interview or mm-hmm. something like yeah. to you know work at mattel or something that, that's how i thought it was going to go and then <clears throat> You know, they're like, what are you what are you here for? And she's like, I'm here to see my gynecologist. And the movie ends. And it was very funny, but I was kind of, I don't know. It, like it, it it did take me out of it. I understand it's like normalizing the it or whatever. Kind of I, like I thought it was a 
deliberate bait and switch. Yeah. Which but, it was, like, obviously. I mean, but. the point is kind of like ordinary Barbie that they talk about. But like, she's never, I mean, they even know that it's never, she's, it's Margot Robbie, right? They, they make a reference that she's too pretty yeah. to be really making any of these points at all. So they know that. So, it, and, and, you know. But it is, you know, it's trying to normalize it and be like, even Barbie has to go to the gynecologist and get her, you know, dingle dangle looked at. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's what, what the has. point was. I think it is. I, I, think, it's I like, think the point was literally it was art. just a silly joke. I think you are not giving Greta Gerwig her, her due propers right now. I, <laughs> I I don't know. I do. I really just think it was a silly joke. No. Um, I watched an interview where she's like, I intentionally ended on that because it is funny, but there's also heart in it. She specifically said that. So now reconsider your position she also wanted to do a fart opera that was cut so and i wish it wasn't it would have been funny probably i don't know who i would be funnier if the barbies were doing the farts than the kens yeah. um yeah. i do like so i don't know it, it this movie seems like it's impossible to critique because it's so aware of itself but like in a way that again it doesn't really like it says some stuff but it says some stuff that also it says a lot of things, a lot of which seem to be in conflict with themselves, which is sort of the point because like Barbie is like simultaneously like a piece of, you know, sanitized like corporate um, consumerism and like very suburban white feminism while also trying to be like this empowering symbol as well. And like it, the movie is aware of that inherent contradiction, right? Can we, uh -huh. can we agree on yeah. at least the, what I just said? Um, and I, in explaining that, I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, but uh, the, the stuff that the movie says about the Kens feels uh, weird, um, because like, like in textually, the Kens in Barbie Land at the beginning of the movie are like homeless. I think. Yeah. They don't have houses as far as as far as they can tell. The Barbies have their dream houses, but kids Canana have, have like basically nothing. Other canonically, than, we don't know whether they have houses or not, but it seems like they don't. It's strongly implied that they don't. Um, but not confirmed. They, it's not confirmed, but you know, so this is just a theory, a film theory. Uh, but I think most people would agree that the movie is certainly implying that they are homeless, or at least that's a very easy read to make just from watching the yeah. movie. And it's really weird because super very pretty Barbies, but like, you know, Margot Robbie specifically, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's do very it. much like, I don't do it. It seems like they just wanted, like Dua Lipa kept showing up just to be like, by the way, we got her as a mermaid. Yeah. She didn't really do any other than the, the uh, John Cena thing. That was very funny, but yeah. Um, you know, the, they were just like, Dua keeps popping up. Like, yeah, we get it here. Like, you got Dua Lipa. Uh, and I love Dua Lipa. You know, I was glad to see her. But I was like, <laughs> she's just saying hi. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel weird that like, both as like somebody watching the movie, but also knowing other people are going to be very excited that she's just saying hi. Yeah. It, it's like, you know, you and, in the in the Feudal Times film. Yeah. Feudal movie. It's it, yeah. like, wow, they got coach from BBC. Damn. 
Yeah, they're just, but like even then, I would be saying a joke that's not just, yeah, hi, you know, that's like true. John Cena at least like was a part of a bit and like but, him being there, and also one scene he only shows up like the one time. Yeah, that was funny. But you know, anyways, um, the stuff it is the can- funny as a, a bit, and they didn't do this directly, but it would be funny to have your biggest cameo just like completely break the fourth wall, stare directly in the camera and be like, I'm in this movie. And that's that it. seems to be, they were they're just like, one step right shy there. of doing that. Yeah. And that's, that's a great bit. I'm in this movie. <laughs> yeah. No, like Dua Lipa was this close to actually doing that. Um, she should have. Remake the movie. Remake Honestly, the, I mean, maybe there's remake a cut Barbie. where she just... Remake like, Barbie, put in the fart opera, make Dua do that bit. Turn to the camera and say, I'm here. And then... I do minutes later in this movie, and you're 15 minutes later, 15 minutes later, still here. Yeah, that's... Again, I thought, like, again, it's, you know, it's cool seeing Dua Lipa, but I'm like, what are we doing? What, what is this? Like, I get, I get the... She's it's a mermaid. Great. Like, that, is that mm-hmm. it? Is that all we're doing? Um, but, like, what? so the Kens are, you know, back to Kens, but right? Because mm-hmm. the real movie is Ken. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, they're, like, homeless or whatever. And and stereotypical Barbie, which is, the, I guess, the official name of Margot Robbie's Barbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, like, I very frequently is, like, oh, no, everything's great. I don't want anything to change at all. Which I understand that the Barbies perspective is like it's so it's weird, right? Like the Barbies are representing kind of like patriarchy, but like matriarchy kind of before the Kens like do their weird bad patriarchy thing. And the end of the movie is kind of like more of a balance, but like not really, which is again reflective of the real world's things are a little bit more equal, but not really between men and women with men having more power, right? Yeah. But it is just it is like I get the I get that point clearly because I just explained it, but it is weird for the the movie just to constantly treat the men like they're idiots and then make that point like towards the end that like they're still stupid and bad and dumb and they should they still don't even know how to build a wall. They didn't know how to build a wall. Which um, is why they can't be on the Supreme Court. That's not that's valid. They have no judicial experience. You gotta work your <laughs> way up. That women in real life like can't do things because they don't know stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like if they haven't been given the opportunity. Well, but the kids at least gave themselves the opportunity. You know, they tried building a wall straight up. Yeah, uh, they just didn't. Uh, but go laterally. Um, the the reality of the movie is, I mean, they're not. They don't hate the Kens at the beginning. They just don't care. They're like, I'm. I have my own job. I'm doing my own thing. I don't need you, but you're here, and that's great. And then the Kens are like, "Nah, I want to be in charge, and you're going to be a slave, and you're going to rub my feet, and I'm never going to talk to you, and I might push you in the pool, which does not exist, by the way. It's just yeah, it's, plastic. It's plastic. There's no water anymore. <laughs> there should be some water. They should have had some water instead of just weird plastic set. I mean, honestly, I do think the the physicality of the toy world was funny. It was cool. And there's no CGI, allegedly. (laughs) They built those sets. It's great. Great job. Um, 
Yeah, like the beginning of the Barbie movie is still nicer to men than the real world world is nicer to women. And using Margot Robbie is, you know, it makes sense because she was a Ken in Wolf of Wall Street. Like she had also, the I mean, she was, she, she was producing the movie before. Yeah. She, she was even her. like, yeah, I don't even need she's to be like, in the movie. Yeah. Um, but she's great. Big fan. No, of she's, she's very good at it. Um, she stole the show. I mean, she's, it's, it's her show. She can't really steal it from herself. Man, she stole it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I think there's, and maybe I'm like projecting too hard mm-hmm. or just assuming what other people think, but I, I think there's like a piece of the movie that's like still in a, in a perfect world, like men would act like the Kens do at the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah. Like, it seems like a weird wish fulfillment that, like, the movie doesn't really reconcile even at the end. I think it reconciles. I think it's fine. Um, I think that the, all the Barbies wanted was to be their own people. Well, they then, were. I mean, from the start, they were. Yeah. They were fine. And then the Kens were... I mean, I think they, the Kens were, were justifiably... Ups, not that what they did, but they're the place justifiably they upset, which is you know why women are justifiably upset. Today. Really, which I, I which I understand. And they're and they're not doing patriarchy. They they didn't do that, which is great. They just made a movie, and it's a good movie. <laughs> they did just make a movie. The women just made one movie, which was Barbie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is still just a commercial for toys, which is like the, it's like the whole corporate. It's like, <sighs> yeah, it, it, you know. I mean, which is also why I I feel weird. I I don't know if you've seen the takes where it's just like, why didn't this movie have leftist politics? Why wasn't the the monologue by America Ferrera thirty extra minutes where they talked about the intersexuality of queerness and you know being a person of color and as a woman and it's like i don't think i I don't think the movie even could say any of that stuff on the virtue of it being a barbie movie yeah um and but like like, i i I, basically my criticism is and maybe there's no way of doing this it's either like they need to make it just only silly funny barbie joke stuff and like still do like the weird patriarchy thing but without like the i'm not even gonna say subtext just like the text about it yeah there's like Basically, there's several points in the movie where characters will just kind of like monologue, like, you know, a chat GPT feminist paragraph, essentially. Um, yeah. Which, again, like the movie is very, it's very like suburban white women feminism. Um, yeah, which is like, it's made by a major studio. What do you expect? Like, you're you, not going to, you're not going to get like. I want my cake and I want it and, and I also wish to eat it. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's maybe a more eloquent way of phrasing that, but if you know, only no, someone, no one, if only somebody thought of that, but nobody will. If only that GPT <laughs> could punch up that. <laughs> I don't think I, these days. I don't think it can. Um, uh, not it's, either like, it's either like go more corporate with it, or go more feminist with it. But like, it's in an exact middle position where it can't do anything. And anything it says seems half-hearted, but it's also self-aware of that intentionally. And 
it just to me it's it's like very mm, very well done um, it, they, they walk a weird tightrope for sure i mean that she threads the needle on what i just said I mean, very well but it to I me mean, it feels like the movie rings a little hollow but if the movie is also aware that it rings a little hollow so you can't criticize it it's like it, it's really annoying <laughs> i mean i have long said self-awareness does not absolve anyone of anything yeah which is why this podcast where it's like this podcast isn't really funny and we know it and then it's like well yeah i also know that as a listener and then you know it's not it doesn't make it good um no one's ever said that this is a good podcast but i think when we have engaging conversation like we are today mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be funny it just has to be interesting yeah uh but I anyway saying some stuff you know sure um, there isn't a walking that tightrope threading that needle yeah um is kind of the point of what women have to do of like well, and i understand that too yeah. which is why i'm like i can't there's not i can't say anything about the movie because it it already knows perfect all the film. criticisms that i it's not well it's not a perfect film because uh, there could have been it's a mistress piece it's a mistress piece um yeah it's you know you have to fit into this box literally and they're not worried about men fitting in the box and that's sad sad for you um what am i trying to say well i think they are a it's little good bit movie. it's a good movie made well but by the virtue by design of by, by its own existence it can't really say anything particularly yeah and so which is my frustration I, with it but because well, it's like but it knows that it's that's a criticism and it like yeah doesn't justify it but at least addresses it kind of within the own text so it's like i can't i can't say anything other than just be a little frustrated by it that's all well i think the problem is a lot of people have the take of like this is just like feminism 101 like i learned this shit but like i wouldn't even say a, that i think there's a little bit more going on with it than very surface level yeah. stuff it's just like I, I agree as well but that i've seen a lot of takes of it's like this is like baby's first feminism or whatever and it's like baby's first feminism has really upset a lot of dudes like ben shapiro and everyone that listens to ben shapiro what a fucking idiot um i didn't need to say that i'm sorry ben i know you're a big fan um <laughs> i know he was really counting on the coach opinion about this movie to be spicier than what it was which <laughs> He was really expecting me to not really understand the movie, and I think I understand yeah. it perfectly fine. And it's just one, not really for me, and two, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need that's to be. Awesome. I, that's fine, which is fine. And Oppenheimer existed, and I, you know, mm -hmm. thought it was really good. Not really good for time. me. Um, I don't think it really is for you because you're going to be like, yeah. oh, what? He was sad that he built the thing that blew people up, and that was the whole point. Yeah, he was like, uh, there is more going on with Oppenheimer. I don't want to have built it, but like I spent so much time building it, dude. I I have to blow it up. What did I, why would I build it for so long if I didn't want to blow it up? And he's sad about <laughs> it. It's a little, it is a little up, bit more nuanced just than fucking, that. Just plant a goddamn garden and live your own life. <laughs> You're an idiot. I could have told you. And it's like, oh, dudes have to fucking blow up an entire country twice just to realize what empathy is. Fuck you, Oppenheimer. I'm not watching the Oppenheimer movie. 
You gotta watch the Oppenheimer. I like calling but, it the Oppenheimer the movie because because people keep calling it the Barbie movie, and it's just Barbie. It's just Barbie. Show her a little respect. Proper noun. Um, you gotta see. Well, you do need to see the Oppenheimer movie, though. I think. But what's funny about it, though, is like you can see it, and you'd probably maybe you might like it more than Barbie, knowing you probably not. But maybe yeah. you do. I still think you would have less to say about Oppenheimer than there is to say about Barbie because I, and in my opinion, I think mm-hmm. Oppenheimer does a better job communicating the, the themes and narrative and stuff, right. Than Barbie does in a way that makes it less interesting to talk about. Cause it's just like, you know, more cut and dry. Yeah. That's fine. Um, so having seen the Oppenheimer movie, would you recommend that you watch it in IMAX 70 millimeter or is it just dudes talking? Oh, it is completely, there's, it is, and for me, we know I love dudes talking. And oh, that yeah. is the whole, I mean, the, the emotional crazy. climaxes are not the bomb going off. The bomb going off, is, uh, and they only do, they show the only the test. They don't show it blowing up uh, Japan. Um twice and that's good they, that's they only good show the test idea. and it is i think intentionally a little anticlimactic uh because you know that's like the fucking point um and you're supposed to like kind of sit with it and meditate on it more than you're yeah. supposed to be like wow that was really cool i mean it was really it's not cool, supposed to be I, I mean like it's not a big win in terms though. of in terms of movie technology doing an, a nuclear explosion as not cool is pretty inventive and new Film. And also doing it with practical effects is yeah sick. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was dumb as hell. Uh, I can't believe you just set off a nuke. And they actually yeah. filmed that on location in Chernobyl, which is like, <laughs> don't need to double down on the radiation. Whatever, who cares? Yeah. No one's going there anyway. The whole cast is going to die in like ten years, but it's fine. Um, Thank God Margot Robbie wasn't in that movie. Um, I still think that the Margot ever. Robbie scene in Asteroid City was still better than any individual scene that she did in Barbie, in my opinion. I've not seen Ask Destroyed City. Um, you should. There's a really good one yeah. Margot Robbie scene. All right. I'll, I'll YouTube that scene. So, yeah, you that's know, my complaint. Okay. Anyway. That's my complaint with the Oppenheimer movie is... Not with the movie, because I don't know anything about it beyond history, which I don't know that much of. Um, all these dorkwads being like, you have to watch it in the original aspect ratio in IMAX. With, with I really, I mean, I think speed. it would probably be, be very cool. I did not see it in any of that stuff. Um, but, it, you know, you don't, I do not think you probably watch to. it on my phone when it comes to Disney Plus. Like, yeah. I mean, I think you could do that. I think it would be fine. Um, yeah. Again, because it is just a movie where people are in rooms talking. And, uh, you know, honestly, I mean, the, the sound mixing is much better than Tenet was. Uh, so you can, like, hear dialogue. That's good. Uh, but there's sound still mixing some... in general in the past, like, 15 years is horrible, which is why everybody watches movies with subtitles now. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm annoyed about it. And I blame Christopher Nolan. Specifically, The Dark Knight Rises. Really, I think people. I think people just mix shit on their like own setup, and they've forgotten what like a movie sounds like. It 
the theater or like just on a TV, you know, like people are so used yeah. to doing everything in their headphones that they're like, this sounds good. And they don't check it on anything else. Yeah, you gotta um, check it on other stuff. That's why artists play their music in the car. Yeah. Or like just, you know, in the shittiest possible scenario, make it sound, mm-hmm. oh, you know, okay. Man. Right. Like I used to know a producer that would produce on um, like the original iPod headphones. Yeah, he's like just in case. That's wise. That's wise. Yeah, and he's like, oh, most people use these at the time, um, and true, so true. Yeah, they're not true. high quality. Um, yeah, Barbie sound mixing incredible. It was good. The music was good. Dually, the brick work amazing. Dope. Mm-hmm. Great also, music. Also, the Ken's the Ken song and dance number mm-hmm. was very good it was good it was good and like sincere and also funny it it was good yeah. like it was my favorite it was my favorite part of the movie yeah. I, I um know. like i know i, I know, know you're gonna buy all this weird ryan gosling shit after yeah. this call uh, I, I was gonna do an opening bit where i was like coach already wearing the i am kenoff shirt Oh, I'm definitely considering buying the hoodie. <laughs> and and the movie theater had the the Ken fanny pack uh, mm. for only fifteen bucks. I want to get a better one than that. So mm. I'm gonna look into the online world. I'm sure Etsy has like a really nice one. Yeah. Um. You know, but dude, I am. Well, and so about the Knuff thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do think. There is a actual, I don't want to say like societal problem, like IRL, right? I mean, there mm-hmm. is, but you know, yeah, I'm not going to say that. Uh, I mean, you can, I'll say it. There you, can, is, you can say whatever you want. I do think there is. No one is talking to single white men that's not Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro. And like someone should talk to them. There is very clearly a problem. That's why there's. Right. And I, I think the movie kind of almost touches on that. Yeah. In a way where it's like, I think there is a population of guys who don't have any, not anything to live for, but like kind of, or yeah. there's a population of guys who like basically their own identity is so wrapped up in not necessarily like their partner, but like their family where they're like protector, provider, breadwinner, yeah. and they don't have a, you know, a thing. And yeah, I they think don't have their own identity. And I don't want to say that the movie makes light of that, I think, serious problem, but it does identify it. And I don't know if it necessarily handles it in a way that it doesn't really like address it. It's just like, this is a thing. This is a thing. And isn't it kind of funny how silly these idiot kids are? And th- yeah, I think they are that idiots. they are idiots, but and they are very silly. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Were they silly. It was very funny. Um, but I think the fact that it kind of sort of touches on that without really, I think doing it, justice and i think of all the things that the movie could do justice on it would be that because it's not necessarily tied in with mattel and barbie and those images but i think i i don't think it sticks the landing with just saying well actually after doing a song and dance number ken is is fine just you know being himself and not being with barbie and i think you know they don't explore that enough um and i think it's an actual problem that deserves you know i mean sure but it's Barbie. Maybe we get a Ken spinoff movie and they talk about it more there. That'd be fine. 
but I am more than happy with a Ken spinoff movie, but it is. I, I get what you're saying, like, where it is a Barbie movie and it should like, focus on that. But, yeah, like, but as the that fact- was my problem is like it's Barbie, and the whole point of the movie is like women aren't superior. We just want to be paid attention to do a little bit more and like get a little bit more love because women give the most love out and then they kind of get ignored and forgotten which like yeah true so true so true bestie um and like then i go home and i look at like what are people saying on tiktok and everyone's like my ken's job is warehouse and i'm like just leave him out of it you can't watch the barbie movie and then immediately be like damn Ken's <laughs> but it's like Women that are like, I cried at this movie. It meant so much to me. And then like a day later, there's like, but Ken now. Alan, Alan's the best part of the movie, dude. And it's like, yeah, they're great parts of the movie. But like all these people saying Ryan Gosling should have an Oscar for this. I'm like, you guys. That's a little. This is like the one women's movie that has an impact on the world. All these other indie fucking Ladybird, whoever directed that bullshit. <laughs> uh, I feel like Ladybird was like just for girlies with BPD. I, I didn't watch it. I didn't I just either. Thought it would be but funny that's just too. the vibe I get from it. And from the people who like it, I'm like, either you have a very bad relationship with your mom, or it, it could not, or and or mm-hmm. you just really have BPD. Like, I wouldn't know. You got it. Um, I don't even um, really know anything about Ladybird except it's by good. Greta. Mm-hmm. I believe it. It was good. Um, I liked it. I might watch those now that I like Greta Gerwig. Now that I've decided, this I, like, I've been a, I've been a Greta Gerwig head for a lot longer than you. I just I don't watch films is a problem. Um, You're too busy rewatching, dude. Uh, speaking of, uh, let's go to prison. I was like. <laughs> watching a clip um no it was like something on reddit where this guy was like hey uh Saul Goodman before he was Saul Goodman it was a picture of Bob Odenkirk from let's go to prison and like people were like oh yeah, yeah. this movie's like getting big on TikTok and I'm like what the fuck we uh, he was a lawyer in a movie crazy and it's like but apparently yeah. like let's go to prison is like kind of building up some momentum some momentum on TikTok yeah and I, I want to say that, like, we probably got—I think we got into the subconscious of somebody. Mm-hmm. We're in. The, we're in the. We put like, it out there. Like we were literally the only people talking about it for years. It's a great film. It's amazing. You know, hopefully this will get the push we need to get. Let's go to medieval times. But back to my my point with the the Ken thing, and then I'll leave it alone. Um, mm-hmm. I think, though, if you're going to make the antagonist of the Barbie movie Ken, mm-hmm. which he was, it was not mm-hmm. Will Ferrell, it was, it was Ken, um, specifically Ryan Gosling's Ken. Um, I think if you're going to do that and you're going to make his motivation, which we identified at the beginning of the movie as, you know, justifiable, and also have it reflect issues with real people, IRL that are those people only being talked to by the Ben Shapiro's and Jordan Peterson assholes. I think you need to handle that with a little bit more grace than what the movie showed. 
because then it kind of comes off as like, oh, they're just silly. And in some ways they are, but it also is a real issue. And I don't know. It's just, it's, there's no way to talk about it without sounding like a weirdo. So, yeah. But I also don't think, I don't think I'm not onto something. You know what I mean? I think it is a real issue. It does need to be addressed. I don't think Barbie is the place to do it. I think I, well, Oppenheimer. I don't, even really, I don't think I mean, it is either. I just the, don't think that you can make the, the Barbie is the girls gays and theys. The girls gays and the theys. It's it's like the dudes that need that message aren't seeing Barbie. The dudes that need that, the dudes that see Barbie usually with their girlfriends or their boyfriends, like. <laughs> I mean, and I was like, going to see Barbie, Barbie regardless, just because it looked yeah. like a fun time. But I guess um, my point, though, but, is that if you're yeah, going to make you the don't need that message thing, and they didn't have to do this, I think they could have had Ken just be an idiot side character the whole time, and still mm-hmm. find a way to like do the main Barbie plot and have the antagonist just be like life itself and that yeah. piece, and like, the real world, and the real world, like the fact that they made Ken the main antagonist. Like the, I don't know. Like it just. I think Oppenheimer would be a better place to give that message. But the but that's not really what Oppenheimer is about at all. <laughs> I mean, it's not what Barbie is about. Barbie is not about dude's struggle. No, it tell you. I'm just I'm um, just saying if you're going to talk about that idea to yeah handle it, I think you know better. It might be now. I've seen the take that this film will revolutionize cinema and how women are viewed in society which i don't no, think that is no. true i don't think it i don't I think, think it's, it's going to make a dent at all because of the fact that you're still even though the movie acknowledges this the fact that you're casting all these like yeah you know attractive women on like on purpose and you know margot robbie again the movie makes the fucking comment that you can't have margot robbie talking about how not pretty she is because she's margot robbie like yeah you know the fact that that's still the thing like there's no way to do the barbie movie and not still perpetuate some of the issues that the movie itself brings up as issues you know what i mean yeah and the movie also is aware that it's doing that so you can't critique it for that i mean i guess you can because like you said self-awareness doesn't absolve anything but yeah it just makes it like it makes me seem like an asshole because it's like well the movie's doing that that's part of the message is that it's kind of complicated like i get it but also like you're still doing it so yeah i don't know i get that it's uh it's not gonna set anything back no it's still a fun movie i still think definitely good it's i think it will I think it's a great movie for mothers and daughters to see specifically mm-hmm. for the like yeah, the America Ferrera yeah. thing. Um, I think that is is good, and I think I think it will. That change. is the one part of the movie, especially, and also Barbie's relationship with uh, the create the Ruth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think that and the stuff with America Ferrera, and I don't know who the actress was who played her kid. I don't think I'm supposed to know because yeah. I don't think she was like a. I mean, she's no. a person, but not like a real person. Uh, she's, she's not a like a real person. person. She's a woman. So. <laughs> um, no. Uh, you know what I mean? She's not as famous as the other yeah, people. Yeah, she's not a known She's not Jenna Ortega. No. And they could have had Jenna Ortega there. That would have been weird, but it kind of would have been funny. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have looked more related, too, I think. Yeah. Uh, anyway. anyway. Um, but I think all that was done really there. well. And like it didn't really affect me so much because like I'm not a daughter of a mother, you know. Yeah. But 
I could absolutely see that really hitting home for mothers and daughters. Um, and I yeah. think that part of the movie, it did really, really well. Um, I just think the other gender stuff and, you know, it, it couldn't really comment on by the nature of the movie, but I think that they try to, but like, it's not really super fat. I don't, you know, it's, yeah, it's fucking squirrely as hell to pin down. It's a great film. That's all I'll say. Um, yeah. Good time. Go see Barbie. Go see Barbie. Go see it, dude. What's the worst that can happen? Um, Dua Lipa's there. You can at least be there for that. Yeah. When she turns to you and says, hello, BBC audience member. I'm Hello, here. Matthew. Yeah. It's me. Hey, she, she, at one point she goes, hey, Roswell. There were a couple points where um, during the movie, both uh, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling were doing what I can describe as Matt face when Matt says something and then he goes like, you know, yeah. they did that a lot. I was like, oh, Matt's going to get a real, he's going to go, yeah. that's me. Yeah. Um, Shut up, Matt. Um, yeah, good film, well made, incredibly well made film. The the set design stuff was was really dope. Um, set design, great, great choreography, great. Very fun. It was, it was a, again a very fun, very very competently movie. made film. Great um, time. Uh, I I do think it will sort of inspire more. I think it will inspire better not, things. Yeah, I think yeah. it will inspire more um, female-based movies. Like, um, I think yeah, those are coming this. out. I think people just aren't going to them, and I think this will yeah, maybe inspire people will, to yeah. maybe go to those movies. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm hoping that you know people. I mean, it, it's sort of the thing where it's like, why do women's sports not make as much money? It's like, well, nobody's watching them, and like yeah. nobody includes women watching that you know what i mean like yeah so i think in the sense that i hope more women go out to see movies and more people go out to see movies and maybe this will help yeah there needs to be more mainstream films that cater towards women yeah and i and i and i think also it's fine if i don't want to see them Mm -hmm. that's totally that's fine fine, because there's plenty of movies for guys i don't want to fucking see either but um yeah, it's, you know, I think enough women have been forced to watch The Joker and be like, yeah, it's great. I love yeah. it. What a good movie. That uh, they deserve at they least. They deserve a Harley Quinn movie for the girlies. They, yeah. And Harley I'll, Quinn is I'll, also kind of for the dudes, right? Oh, yeah, because she's smart Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, it's is like the whole it's a part of the problem of the Barbie movie, right? Like, there's no way to do it that works because of what barbie is um yeah but i I I kind of feel bad i mean i don't know i think greta gerwig probably did the best that she possibly could do not as like an insult i just shouldn't cut that fart opera yeah that's true she could have done better i think honestly the fart opera was there and it's the barbie's doing the fart opera let me be clear or at least just margot robbie's i don't know this this article that i'm reading insinuates that it was the barbie's but Let's say it is. I I'll think that, that actually does help sell the overall message of the film. And I don't yeah. even mean that as a joke. No, for real. <laughs> I, I, I actually now, I sincerely believe cutting that was a failing. Um, yeah. and, and, 
you know, maybe a part of how corporate the film is that they couldn't have the Barbie fart opera. And they should have had it. Because it would have been, it would have made a more cohesive point. I'm going to, I'm going to get the original script and we're going to look into it. We'll get to the bottom of it as we always do here. Um, but I, I just remembered originally it was not supposed to be Marco Robbie. I mean, apparently this movie has been in the works since like 2009, but at, at one point Amy Schumer was going to be the lead and write the movie. And uh, that, I mean, that would have probably made the movie a little bit more coherent, but also well, not the writing part, but yeah, uh, if she wrote Amy, the movie, it would have been horrible. It would have been terrible, but like, I also hate Amy Schumer. So like, yeah, we should have gotten like Katherine Heigl to be Barbie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Katherine Heigl is so unlikable, though. That is true. Which she's in suits at the end, and when that <laughs> happened, when I was watching it, my wife was like, "Is that Katherine Heigl? What is she doing?" And I was like, "I love that everybody just really doesn't like her." Well, Hollywood hates her, also. No, I mean when I say everybody, yeah. I mean like, yeah, everyone like. <laughs> Yeah, um, I did love folks. I think I've talked about this before. Look up Catherine Heigl cat litter commercial where you could just see on her face in the commercial how much she hates who she is. It's yeah, incredible. It's a good one. It's incredible work. Is She got blackballed from Hollywood for being, you know, a woman. Um, and she was reduced to that. And she knows it. And it's beautiful to look at. Um, that's it. That's that's my take. Also, as a as an ending note, what we all came here to talk about: aliens are real. What? <laughs> what? What? That's anyway, so crazy. Next week. <laughs> I, I forgot. Bye. Where, 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 where am I? Oh.